1: Hey, thanks for listening to the Best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com
0: or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
1: If you see someone in your neighborhood snooping around your neighbor's house, do you mind your own business? Do you... I don't know. What I do you mind do? my business because it's not like you live in some gated community where
0: uh, we don't take kindly of to strangers. I mean, if are people taking a walk. It could be a relative. You know, I, it's like the old people that look at me when I'm by your house. Like mind your business, old guy. I don't like that feeling. For all you know, it's someone that helps her with her
1: packages. Remember, remember when Jimmy McGill used to help the old lady in Better Call Saul? Exactly. Do you have someone that helps you with your packages?
2: Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> there's an app. I don't know if you guys are on this app called Neighbors.
1: Oh, yes, and of course. There's every, alerts every three seconds. Every
2: single thing is like there's a suspicious person. Dude, across the street, I'm like, be careful. I've this,
1: seen him hanging around. I'm like, what are we talking about? No, Ramos. There's two things. If you got the Ring doorbell app too. Right, yep. ring doorbell. Everyone, I, I feel like five times a day someone loses their dog, and five times a day someone's like, "Did you see this guy walking around suspiciously?" And it's and like some s- seven times a day, there's a coyote on the. I list. was just gonna say, <laughs> the,
3: the there's coyote a coyote sighting.
4: Small dogs. <laughs> I, I had to turn the notifications off because of the coyote sightings. And then
0: there's like, "Did you hear that loud boom? What was that? A gunshot?" <gasps> there is that. I'm, I promise you, there's a lot of that.
1: Dan Byer, in your neck of the woods, you getting all these alerts to missing dogs, loud booms, uh, suspicious guy. <laughs> (laughs)
5: Yes, gunshots as well, but there's a gun range that you can hear the shots. So everybody assumes. Ah, Oh, that's a good cover.
0: (laughs) But again, it's all busybody behavior. I'm not saying don't pay attention and be oblivious. I'm not saying that, but you can't jump to conclusions either. She's an old lady. Maybe there's a family member that comes by to help her Eh, once in a while. I don't
1: know. You make the call. Do you poke your nose do you call a neighbor and be like uh, I I told my wife I said well I'm at work I can't be distracted I want you to go to our live ring doorbell until you're home keep an eye keep an alert then again they're on Rich's defense a lot of people that want to
0: take advantage of old people and I threw that Saul Goodman reference out there. That's what he was
1: doing to Carol Burnett in the last season. In that last season, he was taking advantage of her. Yeah. And the new scam. Did we talk about this yesterday on our podcast or here on Fox? The new scam that's going on to beware of. You know how people are able to do AI with people's voices now? You see a lot with Trump and Biden, some funny pranks and stuff people do on social media. There's a new prank where you know how your parents are susceptible to getting scammed already? Now, what they're doing is they're somehow getting a few words that you're saying. And like Dan Byer, you could have an older relative. Hey, Aunt Stephanie, it's Dan. Oh, hi, Danny. I need money, quickly. <laughs> and, and they're using your voice to scam your old relatives. They've also done it to parents wow. to wow. hold their
0: kids' ransom or pretending someone pretending to hold... Or have their kids ransom. So beware.
5: Yeah, My family
4: won't share money even in our real voices.
5: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. There was some drama on the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion on whether someone made a call or not. And they were talking about scams of your number appearing on the phone. Now, it all sounded fishy and lies to me because it was coming from uh, Louie and Teresa. But anyway. But still. But but still, if that isn't actually true, I wouldn't doubt that those days are coming.
1: Yeah, D- Danny's right, though. Danny G's right, where like some people's relatives are like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Bye!
0: <laughs> so, what do you think, Fox Sports Radio Nation? What would, or what should, Rich have done in this situation? I feel sort of bad Try that I be did be nothing, Neighbor, though. Look, I do think you have to have your older neighbor's backs. No question about that. So,
1: no harm in, in being concerned, Rich. But I'm like, only messing I, I'm with you. I'm saying, right? I just feel like my old busy buddy neighbors are great at saying things like, well, if you guys are going out of town this weekend, we'll keep an eye out. And since they got nothing doing, they do keep an eye out. Like, my neighbors will be like, it's 2-13. You just got a package. I put it in your driveway. Like, So Rich really
0: thought, because he came up to me and he said he thinks that he saw this dude stealing something. But, well, I didn't know what to do. Didn't want to get involved and in so, the moment. Plus, we had things to do, like a radio
1: show. Yeah, I gotta be on my way. But hey, you make the call at Covino, what would you do? Did Rick. you grab a license plate or anything, or was he just, just walking? Dude, what? Well, that's why I said it, uh, Dan Byer. I feel like I saw him walking down the street, and he just sort of then walked up. My neighbor had no cars in the driveway. It looked like it was mm. no. Rich, the, Rich
0: called nine one one. Reported Lionel Messi uh, <laughs> robbing a house. Yeah. It was nine
4: feet tall, yeah. with big eyes. Yeah, <laughs>
1: well, it's a soccer player. He means business. So hey. Again, he's robbing. There's Ryan like an eight foot cool person beside it,
0: and another one's inside, and it has big
1: eyes and looking at us. Yeah,
0: maybe it's it's alien. Like- Rich reported Ronaldo uh, <laughs> causing crime in his neighborhood. <laughs> David
1: Beckham is <and> stealing a package.
0: <laughs> I don't know what jersey he had on, but uh, you but get yeah. the joke. You know,
1: young so, kid, young, younger dude in a soccer jersey, you know, on my old, you know, old Mother Hubbard's front porch. I don't know. Seemed a little sus, as the kids would say. But why did Rich. Overlooked
0: this and rushed to get here to Fox Sports Radio today because before our show, we had a little meeting. Before our actual show meeting about CP3 and Aaron Rodgers and our old school conversations coming up on a Thursday, we had an old pal, not an old pal, just a pal, actually a hot young pal to meet up with. Our old colleague and coworker, our third or fourth wheel, whatever you want to call her, our good friend and former co-host Janelle from our ESPN shows in town. And I think the moral of the story is this. There's a lot of people in life that you don't keep in touch with. Maybe they were work friends and that's all they were. And you wonder about them, especially with the pandemic, right? Some people, you, never, you didn't realize that was the last time you were going to work with them or see them. And they right. just sort of faded out of your life. Nice knowing you. Yeah. like I, mean, I never saw Bill at the office again because Bill got let go and you got another job. That happened to so many people and you realize and you thought about, I guess we weren't that close.
1: You got to appreciate the ones that kept in touch. It's just a reminder that you need to give a little extra credit and pat on the back to those friends. You know, they are, they aren't just coworkers. The acquaintances and friends that friends put the, <laughs> those you can depend on, friends, the people that put the effort in. And our pal Janelle, we worked with for a couple years Yo, at ESPN. She, she lives in drove, South Beach. She, she sh-
0: drove all the way though. She's here for uh, meetings and stuff like that. She drove all the way from Bakersfield, California. It was about an hour and a half, two hours of traffic just to say what's up and grab coffee with us. So we have to tip our, our Yankee hats and Mets hats. We have to tip our hats to say, man, that's really nice. And sometimes it takes that extra effort to maintain those relationships and friendships.
1: Yeah. And you know what? So value those friendships. The people that go above and beyond. The people where, hey, I'm in town for a couple days and, you know, they find a babysitter and get a drink with you or meet you for lunch. So maintain those friendships. Friendship maintenance. Do you want to give a quick lesson on what friendship maintenance is aside from
0: making the actual physical effort? Because here's a tip I'll share with you real
1: quick. Don't
0: don't do sharing your tip
1: without permission.
0: <laughs> you ever rummage to an old shoebox or rubber made bin and you come across some old pictures, old photos of college friends and high school buddies? You snap a photo of it and you text it to your friend that you probably hadn't talked to in three or four years. It'll, it'll Simple be the, as that. It'll
1: be the best text they get all day.
0: On a throwback Thursday, that's all it takes sometimes. I mean, there's really no excuse in today's world where you have Facebook and every form of social media and text messaging to check in on an old pal. So what's the excuse? Or even better, every once in a while I'll just be chilling and an old memory will pop up. And for me, I use that as a signal. Maybe that's the universe. I know it sounds hippy-dippy Aaron rodgers but that's my, that's my cue and, and, and
1: reason to hit someone up that I haven't spoken to in a long time. Friendship maintenance. A little Simple picture, a little text message. Uh, that's the way to do it. Now listen. Lot going on in the world of sports today, believe it or not. Uh, unfortunately, the news this morning of the submarine not good. So in the real news, lots of sad stuff. Yeah. Sports a world, couple exciting headlines. Let's start with CP3, and I love Danny G's initial answer. I go, man, he's going to the Warriors. He's got one final legit shot. And what did you say?
0: <laughs> so I thought that was with the Suns. I know, right? Like when so he signed with them. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. And I say this. Gently, because he's a superstar and he's a big time, high profile player, but it seems like he keeps failing up. He keeps getting chances with good teams and great opportunities.
1: And there's people like that in life, too. You're like, man, they keep, how do they keep getting gigs? No, in the, in the radio world, there were people, <laughs> Danny, I'm sure over your years and Ramos and Denbyer. Spot, you've seen it. He's deserving of it, but it seems like he falls into a, good, oh, yeah. And maybe he puts himself in that position, we, but we've seen people that are like, yeah, they had terrible ratings as a host or a program director, and somehow like they got the big gig in like New York or L.A., and you're like, how'd they do that? And then they failed there, and oh, they're the new regional guy in Chicago. And you're like, how? And I say that because, like Danny said, he had his opportunity
0: in Phoenix, right? And you're like, well, I guess that was his chance. Then he goes to the Wizards, and you're like, eh. And then immediately, bam, to the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. But I think the thinking is, and correct me if I'm wrong, Dan Byer Danny G are resident NBA gurus. And Ramos is here, too, at 877-99 on Fox. It's to sort of give Curry a rest and give some generalship on the court when he needs to take a break, no? I
5: mean, I know he's going to start, Yeah, but isn't that sort of the thinking behind it? I, I think, I th- yes. Yes, to answer your question, yes. I also th- still think that they believe that they have a championship team and that Chris Paul will be of value to them. Uh, come April and May,
0: okay, uh, yeah, on the June flip side, year. and I want you guys' opinion because you're reading the f- social media feedback, and then you know you're you're thinking about it too. The Golden State Warriors seem to be a team much like the Lakers in a lot of ways, where you want to get younger. Yeah, I I was just going
4: to say, I don't like moving Jordan Poole. Right. Yeah, he struggled some in the playoffs, but he was a young, good piece to that Golden State team.
1: Is that any indication also that Draymond plans on staying if they deal Poole and sort of clear up that hole? That's what they're banking
4: on, yeah. It sure
1: helps. So, I mean, you're right. They're not young, but they are superstar filled. They're a year removed from winning an NBA title, so it's not crazy to think that this is – one last shot for Chris Paul, which which poses an interesting thought. What athlete in any major sport, even hot dog eating? Uh, what do you mean even hot dog eating? I know, that's one of the top four, right? Especially hot dog eating. Yeah. <laughs> Is there someone that you're actually bummed out that they never got a chance to win a championship? I have one answer, and I know cavino has got one where... You really like ah oh, they really should have got one along the way. 87799 on Fox because as Chris Paul is probably going to get a legit playoff run out of this Warriors team maybe you thought it was with Phoenix maybe it's with Golden State. What athlete it's sort of a bummer they didn't win. Who comes to mind for me? Charles Barkley. Such a competitor, such a great NBA face, such a, a hard worker. Everything about Charles Barkley, and he's the guy that I felt pushed Michael Jordan to his limit the most. I know it went six games, but that Phoenix Suns team with Marley and Ainge and Kevin Johnson, that team
0: could have and should have beat Michael Jordan. For the weenials that listen, and the younger kids that even listen, it's funny to see their reaction when you talk about how badass Charles Barkley was, because their impression is like, that guy? That guy. And you're like, yeah, that guy. Because they only know the Charles Barkley they see on TNT with Shaq. Yeah. it's like, yeah, that guy that was guy. a bad man. And one of the best. He was a
1: bad man is right. And, you know, he, was, he wasn't he was always built like that, even though he's in better shape now. And when you think of people that, oh, man, it's a bummer they didn't win the big one. There's a New York Yankee very near and dear to your childhood that I was always sort of, even as a Mets fan, I'm like, oh, that's well, sort of a bummer. Two New Yorkers come to mind for me. I want one. Two.
0: It's Don Mattingly, obviously, you know, as a Yankees fan. And what hurts the most about it, and it's common knowledge for any East Coaster, any New York, New Jersey guy, is he retired in 95
1: and they went on that run 96 yeah, and on. Ugh. So that's what hurts the most Danny, about it. Danny, I know you're you're an L.A. guy. So you grew up with Fernando Valenzuela and Kirk Gibson and Oral Hershiser. And you grew up with like different heroes out here, yep. even as a Mets fan. Donnie Baseball, Don Mattingly—you had to respect what he brought to New York City baseball and the Yankees. He was like the lone him and Dave Winfield, maybe Willie Randolph. He was the face of the Yankees. You know, yeah, he was the face of the Yankees for a decade. Yeah, and then his back makes him retire early. Then the Yankees become a dominant franchise. You know who
4: else we admired all the way from across the country here on the West Side. Patrick Ewing. I was going to say, that was my second one. Oh my goodness. That was my second one from New York, man. He should have had at least one championship, if not two. It takes
0: away from the legacy, it really does. You know, you could say they were the greatest, they were one of the greats, they were so good, you don't understand, but it's something that will always haunt them to some degree and makes you as a fan feel bad. And the thing with Don yeah. Mattingly, too rich, is he he had a taste of the playoffs in '95 and he played big uh, and he hit a home run in the playoff game. Um, you know he he stepped up on that big stage. Good. We finally got to see him on it. But when I think of those things, immediately think of Patrick yeah. Ewing and Don Mattingly. Would you have pulled Starks out of that Game Seven?
1: Oh, <laughs> you man. know, that was such a cool team. 2020, 2020. though, oh, such a good yeah. team. fun Team to watch. It's uh. Every time people have that tired LeBron Jordan conversation, the one thing that will always favor Michael Jordan in any conversation is how many great players he prevented from winning. Right? Like other great players have won during the LeBron James era. You know, during the Bird and Magic era, other ever. great players won. Ever ever <laughs> Michael Jordan prevented Malone, Barkley, Ewing, all these superstars, Reggie, this, Miller. Reggie Miller. All these guys never won because of Michael Jordan. There those was are that some big names,
0: man. Yeah, and you know, those are some big superstar names for sure. So,
1: anyone else you want to add to the list, feel free. Let's uh start with Spencer in Wisconsin. What's up, man? Kavino and Rich. Hey guys, thanks for
4: a great show, great topics. Love the Throwback Thursday always. Thank oh, you, thanks, man. Got what got what got a couple athlete uh, got a couple names for you? Yeah, yeah. who comes oh, to sorry. mind?
1: Who comes to mind?
4: So, you know, I mean, when when it was so divisional, right, in baseball in the 80s, I mean, you got to look at Robin Yelp, my boy. Yeah. And even more than that, you got to look at Carl Yastrzemski, man. I mean, you're winning triple crowns, Bucky Dunn's hosing you. You're going and freaking Fred Lynn, winning the AL MVP in 75. You can't get past the Reds. I mean, that's some hard luck
5: for Yaz.
1: That's- yeah, there, there are guys that are so dominant. And you're like, oh, it would have been so cool to see them win. The championship is the only thing that has eluded them.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of those baseball superstars too that never got that. Yeah, there's there's one Robin big one. It's a good one.
1: There's one big one. I'm letting um I'm keeping it out there for you guys. Derek in Alabama, you're on with Kavino and Rich. Hey guys,
2: love the topic. Wow, thanks. man. Now we aren't limiting this to the NBA, correct? No, the no, one, yeah, any,
1: Anything you want, any sport? Go ahead. Got to
2: be Dan Marino, no doubt.
1: Handsome Dan. I mean, he was an Ace Ventura with Jim Carrey, for uh, good to sake. You know what hurts my
0: feelings? And by the way, uh, great one. Dan Marie. I think that's the number one answer on the board. I, I got to give a shout out to Terry Bankert, too, to hit us up on social media with that one. Um, but one I don't think anyone's going to say, but he was a really solid picture pitcher, man. They called him Mr. Almost for so many years. Mike Mussina. Oh, Mussina never won with the Yankees. almost won a Cy Young, almost won a World Series, almost won 20 games. The the very last season he played with the Yankees, he won twenty though. So he finally got over that mountain. But he was such a solid pitcher, such a really great pitcher all those years. He was like like Greg Maddox light a little bit, you know? Uh finally got the twenty wins. I don't think he ever got the ring from him. Uh, I
1: don't mistaken. think he did either. Yeah. Uh Cincinnati, where they got the hottest team in baseball. What's up, Brad? You're on with Kavin on Rich.
2: Yeah, shout out Reds. Let's go,
4: which takes me to my guy. Ken Griffey Jr.,
1: man. Yeah, I don't. I mean, the Reds or the Mariners, neither were really going to win. Can during... I be honest about that one, though?
0: Remember, Ken Griffey Jr. is known for saving baseball in Seattle. They built Safeco after that mean run they had in the early 90s, right? A team that beat the Yankees. A lot of people say if that never happened, gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was so dominant and such a star, it doesn't hurt my feelings as much as some other people. Like, yeah, it would have been great if he won, Ken Griffey Jr., but he was so good that it really doesn't even matter. When he was healthy, of course. By the way, Mishina won
2: tw- the 20 games. He was 39 years old. Yeah, it was his
0: last season. Unbelievable. So, again, like I said, he was always Mr. Almost. Like, he, he was coming close to all these milestones, came so close to winning. He, he just missed with the Yankees, finally won. I believe it was in his last game, too, his 20th win. So, at least he got that, but never won anything. Mike
1: hit us up uh, saying, Bo Jackson, a guy that will be forgotten in some circles because without a championship, his legacy is that he was just dominant, Mm -hmm. but because he doesn't have an NFL or Major League Baseball championship. uh, Bo Jackson's a good answer, and Daniel Romanowski hit us up saying, yo, obvious answer, you guys said it, Ken Griffey Jr. Let's go to North Carolina and Steve. What's up, Steve? Hey, Steve.
4: Hey, let's talk some racing here for a minute. The Great American Race.
2: The Daytona 500, Dale Earnhardt
1: Sr. See, I didn't know that. For the race fans, that's a, that's
0: wild. From the outside looking in, that sounds crazy to me because his name is synonymous with yeah. racing. So he never
1: won. So does it hurt his legacy if we still associate him with greatness <laughs> with I mean, greatness in the sport? I don't know. Uh, let's go to one more for now. We'll go to Chris. Chris, you're on with CNR. Hey, bud. What's up, fellas? Yo, yo. Yo,
2: yo. So I got one, like, I got two things real quick. So you can't go with people that should have won without putting in the Buffalo Bills. Jim Kelly, Herman oh. Thomas, Joe Reed, those guys, four years in a row.
1: You know what the bummer about that is? The four in a row, Chris, the bummer is that the, the, the last three of the four, I know it's wild to think four in a row, the last three they got whooped by the Cowboys twice and a better Redskins team. That first year against the Giants, they were the better team. Jeff Hostetler and the Giants, a missed field goal, Norwood, wide right. Like, that was the chance. That was the chance. And then after that, the other three, they were just outmatched, right? It was like the LeBron Cavs teams, they made it to the finals, but were never expected to yeah, win. Yeah, but he got to four and didn't win any. Yeah. That hurts. No, but I'm and saying, he's like, such a good dude. as good as Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas and yeah. Andre Reed were, they weren't beating that Cowboys team in the 90s. No. They, they got whooped back-to-back years. So, again... CP3 is now a Golden State Warrior. This is his chance to win. Right. This is the chance. The answer, Rich. This is from Joel Uts. Yo, CNR Nolan Ryan. Any answers to our trivia question? Wait, didn't Nolan Ryan win with the Mets? Sixty nine. Yeah,
0: yeah, he won his uh, rookie, year. Yeah, right. gonna, was, right. rookie year. I was gonna say. But yeah, I mean, yeah.
2: he, but he wasn't he... the Nolan Ryan of the the later set. No, fun. fun fact is the
0: whole story of you know how Tom Seaver was the guy, um,
1: and they but, didn't see much promise in him. No, if you watch Facing Nolan, the documentary. Nolan Ryan was selling air conditioners or something in the offseason <laughs> yeah. and he didn't have a pitching coach or an instructor until he went to the Angels exactly. so he was sort of like not a factor well, in New York that's the thing it's, it's,
0: he was part of the team but really didn't have much impact on that team
1: so we got a lot of feedback but as, he we, still won. as we go to Dan Beyer for an update a lot of people got it right the Yama 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 the Yama Yama the Wimben Yama Farming and Dabs is the first person to respond correctly with Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol Mm. with David Spade. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Do you remember that?
5: Yummy, 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 yumma. Uh, nobody's mentioned Tom Brady yet. Um, <laughs> what? I never won. I, never won. Dale Earnhardt did win the Daytona 500 uh, in 1998. That's oh, years God. later, I yeah, there, I knew there was hesitation. I think that you guys are like, yeah. Wait, I thought that he did win. He did win. Yeah, I, I don't know yes. much about racing,
1: but I'm like, it seems odd. Like I would have heard it, that odd fact before. Right?
5: And uh, as Cavino said about Ken Griffey Jr., I'd put Bo Jackson in that same sort of group of, all right, there was enough enough pub. I mean, i had to watch him run over Boz or run 90 yards in the Kingdome yeah, my so entire ad, you know, yeah. childhood and adult life. that He's good without a title. He's good. He had that. It was awful to watch. It was beautiful. It was awful. It was atrocious. <laughs> When Seahawks he ra- usually had the, the the Raiders' number, especially on Monday Night Football at home in the kingdom. Is it
1: true, Dan, back then you had the Brian Bosworth haircut that was like you, were, you had that whole look going on? <laughs> you,
5: you are joking, but I tried to go to the local stylist, and that is how my mullet... Uh, Oh. Came about in fifth grade. Just, you know, the, the shaving on the
1: sides. Any chance on a throwback Thursday at Covino and Rich at Dan Byers? Is there, an, is there a mullet photo on there, your phone somewhere?
5: There, there is not. Oh. However, I did wear my Seahawks Kurt Warner jersey for my third grade and fifth grade pictures.
3: Look oh, at Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to
1: stay. Higher ratings and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's slash tire
0: sports. Tirerack.com. The way tire buying should be.
1: Well, look at the clock 50 hit. There there you you know. go. There's a surge. Yeah!
3: What we going to do right here is go back.
1: Okay. Back into
3: time. Throwing it back for a Thursday. Old school when 50 hits. At 50 after. CNR give you the time capsule topic and we reminisce together.
1: Yeah! Well, Amy Schumer watching the special and she tells a story, part of her comedy show, and it brought up a great memory. It unlocked a memory from our childhood that I was like, oh, crap, I remember that. Kind of like the Yama Yama Yamas that everybody When about. you were doing the Yama Yama for uh, Wemben Yama. Police Academy style. Police Academy style. I, I, I don't think I, w- I would ever have remembered Bubba Smith doing that again in my life. Amy Schumer talks about when we were kids. Do you remember your parents trying to force you to get chicken pox? Like someone in your class would get chicken pox. Maybe box. your parents didn't love you. I don't remember my parents trying to force me, but that I do a- remember the sentiment
0: of get it out of the way. I yeah. did yeah.
1: Someone in the class got chicken pox. Every parent's like, oh, go hang out with that kid yeah. because everyone wanted to. And I had
0: him in junior high. They See? were like, let's get it over
1: with. Yeah. Yeah. You I got him what? from a girlfriend. I got him from a girlfriend. Who wants chicken pox as a teenager? Yeah, it sucks. So yeah, maybe your mom didn't love you. <laughs> so she you know, brought that up and I was like, oh, I totally remember moms being like, well, you know, Jessica has chicken pox hang near her because your parents wanted you to get it over with. And Amy Schumer then references, there's a vaccine for that now. Our kids will never know that itchy calamine lotion scratching everywhere. I got like two or three little chicken pox scars on my stomach, on my neck. Like yeah, those, you were scratching away. Those yeah, little pox. Horrible. marks. horrible. And you had them everywhere. That was
0: the worst part. I remember I had them on my nether regions. I don't know everywhere. was I sure that was a chicken pox? <laughs> I, think it was. I think that's what I got from my girlfriend I God,
1: it's a chicken pox, I swear
0: <laughs> man I could have sworn I had chicken pox well
1: it's weird but, but um, no I mean as a kid it was it was a nightmare it sucked so I hear Amy Schumer talk about chicken pox and then I see Dave Martinez the Washington Nationals manager get ejected fighting with the umpires he was kicking dirt at the umpire and on home plate. Oh, and I like Martin style? and I'm like you know we haven't seen that type of flip out since Lou Piniella. When we were kids, Lasorda, Piniella, Billy Martin, guys would go nuts, Whitey, Herzog. And I, I figured, you know, a lot of times kids now won't see the manager flip out because the manager, who are they going to flip out with? The person in New York making the call? The umpires on the field, as you know, Ramos, they're not the ones overturning a call. So when a when a, when a manager gets mad, what is he going to do? poorly assign his anger at the guy that didn't even make the call right no so, i know it made me think what are the things our kids will never experience that we did that earl they, weaver one of those guys too yeah, right they, they, always they, getting thrown oh, out Oh, earl weaver there's some around. great videos of that guy yeah so i gotta ask the stuff we experienced that you sort of bummed out your kids will never experience well again you could tie it into
0: sports i have some examples but one we brought up recently, I'll get it out of the way, was drinking out of the hose because we just talked about that. You know, kids don't even understand it. Why were you drinking out of the hose, Dad? Because <laughs> I don't understand. Because <laughs> that's all we had. Because we once we were out, we were out. That was it. Parents made us make a choice: either in
1: or you're out. I don't
0: know
2: if it was. I don't know if this was just me, but I loved the phone book. I used to oh. go through the phone book all the time, just looking at like ads and things. You're looking for relatives? Looking no, for no, adult
0: movie stuff. Well, no, no, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because the phone book also had ads in it, like plumbers, and I just wanted to see like, all the stuff that was in
0: there. <laughs> okay, maybe not.
2: Maybe not phone books. No. I apologize, everybody. Hey, will <laughs> never know, though.
0: You know, I'm with you, but it's like, even my dad with the WAN ads or classified ads. And the WAN ads, you yeah. don't see
4: oh, that hold. anymore. Well, in line with that, how about phones with the long. Chords, Yeah, yeah dude, yeah. Danny, I,
1: my kids are 6 and 3. We go to a hotel on like a family vacation or road trip. They are fascinated by like the landline in the hotel. Like, it's a phone, dad. I'm like, I know when I was when I was a kid, we had those. The maybe, video store, maybe, maybe the record it's a store. moment.
0: Maybe it's a store. Maybe it's something sports related, something tangible, just a memory, something that kids won't experience like chicken pox.
1: Yeah, or watching or umpires uh flip out and being ejected. So, what are the old school memories you wish your kids got to experience? We'll go old school next. Fox Sports Radio at Covino and Rich. Hit us up anytime. Tie it into sports, is Fox
0: Sports Radio. But just the vision—you may see a highlight, but we would see it live. Of fans storming a field—I made that reference the other day—because it just seems so far. not only like when the team wins, but remember like the kissing bandit. Remember Morgana? Oh, yeah, was yeah, that her name? Yeah. Like she'd be running out, bouncing around, kissing Cal Ripken. Like nowadays, you're Get not wrecked. seeing that. Yeah, That's you're getting Dodger Stadium. You're getting pummeled by security, but you would see. Hundreds of people swarming the field as a kid, and you'd have this fantasy of, like, if my team ever wins, I'm gonna do that. And
1: nowadays, Morgana would get tackled so hard they would pop. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I have a
4: couple of other sports related ones. Yeah, our kids they're never gonna get to see a good home plate collision.
1: Oh, thanks, Posey. Yeah, yeah, yeah Buster Posey ruined it, yeah. the- no doubt.
4: And also in the NFL, never gonna get to see a player like Devin Hester. Oh my goodness! Return dude. all those yeah. touchdowns, special
1: teams. Not yeah. I'll never forget that because
0: Rich and I interviewed him, uh, and that that year, and then he ran that first one back in, in the Super Bowl. Bowl. They, they
1: lost to the Colts, but you remember that opening play. But dude, yeah. 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 Now how rare
4: is it to see a touchdown return for a kickoff? You
0: know what else they'll never see? Not not only the explosive sp- speed like that from Devin Hester, but they'll never see. We we made two references to him already. But Bo Jackson, you're never gonna see a guy. Playing two sports in that way again. Yeah, like they, got to see o,
1: they got to see Otani on both sides of the ball, no, but no, no, they're never no. going to see like a, they're never going to see like an Aaron Judge also playing tight ends, right? Exactly, I mean, they're, yeah. because they're too valuable of an investment now. Yeah. You're not going to see that. They're just so, not. Other thoughts, things that your kids will never see. Danny G. brought up uh, a phone with a cord. <laughs> your kid. Oh, you I know mean, what? Maybe at an antique shop so to, or a so museum. Sort of sports and a throwback to our childhood. You know, we all rode bikes around and dirt bikes and you know causing trouble i mean i know it's safety but no kids gonna be able to drive and ride their bike around without a helmet without a helmet i know it's safety but you know no one looks cool in a helmet let's be honest (laughs) like when you when you were riding your bike around john olroot did john olroot only guy (laughs) he looked cool with a helmet but think about it danny if a kid in your group of pals had a helmet they would have never survived the the ridicule
4: i mean we got teased for way lesser and so, yeah, I, I just can't imagine walking around with a bike helmet.
1: Just picture that. Picture it. it's like 1980 something. You're so right about now, that. I sound, now I sound like the Goldbergs. It was 1980 something. <laughs> yeah. Imagine it was 1980 something and you were like, hey guys, I'll meet you at the park. We'll play wiffle ball. And your buddy pulled up with a bike helmet on.
0: Yeah, no, that was the biggest nerd. I think he would,
1: he would have been kicked out of the crew.
0: Yeah, no, you're right.
1: <laughs> All right, let's go to Rick in Florida. Rick, what will kids never really know?
2: What's up, guys? My
1: kids never had to do a book
2: report using an encyclopedia. Great one. Yeah.
1: I Especially if, for, like, a book report. Yeah, do do kids... Uh, do kids even go to the library for research anymore? It's a real question because anything you could really just Google or go on. answer is no. I
2: think college kids do because that's part, but you're right. Everything below that, it's just to kind of maybe hang out, but not to go like the Dewey Decimal System. They'll never learn microfiche.
0: The (laughs) microfiche. Yeah, (laughs) the microfiche. Yeah, none of that. Um, Rich, I saw, how about this? It's like being so bored that you just have to create your own fun I saw Gary Goleman do this on a stand-up bit recently. He said, we were so bored as kids in the 80s, 90s. He goes, I spent an entire day from 9 a.m. till dusk <laughs> looking for a four-leaf clover. <laughs> He's like, and that was my entire <laughs> was day. day. Wow. Yeah,
1: He goes, I'm looking for a magical weed. Oh, by the way, I told my daughter. Do- my daughter recently said, I am bored. I go, <laughs> Only boring people get bored, and I think it got in her head. Oh, there you go. So every one. time she says I'm bored, I'm like, oh, you're bo- I didn't know you were a boring kid.
2: It's so funny. I never thought to myself that my our childhood, like in the 80s, it would be innocence. Like, yeah. Remember, yeah. you thought the 50s and 60s were like, oh, the innocence, and we were like crazy. Now you look back, and there was that story right there about the four leaf clover is an
0: innocence of- Dude, because I remember this, doing it. Right? That. Yeah. I remember just like, you know what? Today, I'm going to find one. I probably killed hours doing that. Yeah. yeah. Um, what they won't they uh, won't do it because a they're not
1: outside and b they're on their phones or doing other right. things. It's just not the there's life a, of today. There's an advantage to certain things that they have that we didn't. But For what sure. what will they never have? Keith, you're on in Vegas. What's up, Keith?
4: I want to give props to Danny G and Buyer. They need to stand up front once in a while. But anyways, um, I grew up in the what? snow belt, Youngstown, Ohio, and when it would snow, we grab onto the back of a bumper on a car and we'd go could you michael j fox (laughs) (laughs) and uh, there's not even bumpers on cars anymore where you could grab it
1: yeah that's That's true true, that sounds like an old ass pickup truck you grab a bumper now
0: it'll pull off nah kids uh that look they don't live in the same world of danger they live in a different danger like you know what they can't do that we did just ride bikes and and to another town or somewhere far away. Or just take a walk around the block because of safety reasons. Like we, we kept, we have, well, it's regional. I mean, there were always creepos, it's but what regional? are we now more aware of creepos? We're way like- more protective of the kids now than our parents were.
4: How about like my uncle Dwayne, he had a badass truck, truck yeah. and he would throw us in the back of the truck and he would drive on the freeway <laughs> with us in the back of the truck.
1: Like a flatbed or yeah, <laughs> yeah pickup truck, no cover, totally, nothing. No, yeah, it was totally yeah. normal eighty yes. behavior. I we we always joked that like what was the seatbelt in your grandfather's car? His arm, his arm. Uh, <laughs> you know,
3: like that was the seatbelt in grandpa's. Dude, we car. sat
0: on. My dad always had a, a van, right? We just sat on the the wheel well. Like we didn't. Yeah. There's no seats in the back, so you're we just sliding around everywhere. Was <laughs> there carpet?
1: No, he didn't have a conversion van. I always wanted well, one Well, didn't he say your dad also, when he would do work deliveries, he put a milk crate in between the driver and passenger, and you would sit on the milk My crate? My dad either had a
0: milk crate <laughs> in the middle or like a wicker chair, like a folding chair from the you know backyard. <laughs> there was no safety at all. Uh, but it was what it was. So, again, something that your kids, it could be sports-related. It doesn't have to be. They'll never experience something that you did. You know um, – Well, I'll tell you, even Little League, I mean, we played without the – Face guards.
1: They have face guards now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the idea of waiting and being patient is something our kids will never know. I already see it in my kids, and they're way young, right? So I can only imagine if you have preteens and teens. My kids are like, they think if we order something, it, it should be there like now, oh, and man. and it usually is there the next day By with Amazon way, Prime. Yeah, that
0: must set up such a crazy expectation. Like I'm, I'm gift.
1: talking even something like you know a toy or a hey, anything you need. Where is it? It's going to be here the next day. Let me tie, you, let me tie it
0: to sports. Remember when you got your Sports Illustrated subscription and you were waiting for that sweet phone to finally get to yeah. one shaped like a football? Yeah, <laughs> and it, it felt like it took you know three years to get to you because you'd look in the mail every day to see it come.
1: Kid expects things next day for and sure. just waiting for forms of entertainment. If you liked a song, what are do you doing now if you like a song? You could go on YouTube. You could go on Spotify, the iHeart app, SiriusXM. There's a million places to find a song immediately. Amazon Music, Apple Music. Back then, you'd be like, well, I, I'm going to sit around and wait for the DJ to play my song. And God, I hope he doesn't or talk over it. how about this, Rich? <laughs> how know? about waiting to see... If your
0: team won, let's say like you were out with the family that day or something, you'd watch the box score you're, or you the local nightly news. You're yes. waiting all night. A Kid doesn't. We, he's never going to know. Kid never going to know that.
1: Dan
2: and I just talked about that because there used to be a phone you could call. There's like a number you could call. Be yes. like Dodgers seven.
0: No
1: way. Giants yeah, my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> I'll be honest. My dad knew that number for his gambling purpose. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> honestly oh, it's so yeah. be like, There was who, also a movie phone. Oh yeah, movie phone
5: that.
4: popcorn. Yeah. You'd call to get the exact time. Yeah. And Hello, the coo- and welcome <laughs> to Movie Fun. <comedy. laughs> yes. that's, that's not bad, spot. <laughs> It's so cool. Um, it, it's, Hello. It, on Sundays. Know, if, just tell me the name of the movie. <laughs> if your family dragged you to church... And you wanted to see the Raiders, the L.A. Raiders instead, like me and my older brother. Yeah. We had the VHS recorder going at home, taping the game. (laughs) And on the way back home, we told our mom, don't turn on the radio. Don't turn on the radio. Because you would, you know, somebody would
0: spoil it for you. No. And kids have up to the minute updates constantly, you know. But if you happen to miss that box score or your highlights from your team, that was it. You're like, well,
1: how am I going to find a wait till tomorrow to see the box score? Dude. I don't want to. I don't want to have too long of a quote old guy conversation because this is only the '80s or '90s. But, yeah, but my kids, changed, man. my kids have no concept, Ramos, of commercials. If they're watching some stupid YouTube oh, video, my kids yeah. will watch you know dumb YouTube videos of App- unboxing presents and like they get toys and then they'll watch other kids on YouTube playing with the toys they have. And anytime an ad pops up, they freak out like commercial, commercial. I'm like, <laughs> yes. ah. I'm like, I'm like, sometimes you even have to wait 10 seconds to skip ads. That 10 seconds, they freak out. And yeah, I'm like, But yo. our commercials had cool songs. I feel like they're missing out. And then I'm thinking to myself, when we were kids, the kids skis
0: shined up. Grab a stick a of stick Juicy fruit. fruit. The taste is <laughs> gonna move ya.
1: Now, <laughs> when you think back, there was commercials on the shows we watched. You'd have to time your bathroom break. Like, yo, I'm gonna go to the bathroom- Grab a drink and come back. And I hope Alf hasn't restarted. You know, like you time your you time your life around commercials. Well,
0: thank you guys for all the feedback at Covino and Rich on social media. Let's wrap it up with your
1: phone calls. Yeah, what's up, uh, Chase in Iowa? Chase, you're on Covino and Rich.
0: Hey, what's going on, guys? What's First up, time caller? Thank you, man. Um, what I was thinking
4: was back in the school days when you had those timed math tests. They don't do any regular math now. They'll never, ever beat us on a math test when you have that whole page of all those.
1: Dude, I do not look forward to, uh, quote, the new math that they teach kids now. I've heard other parents Common tell me core, it's a nightmare. Core, Ramos, yeah. is, is math like a, an Night, obstacle?
2: <laughs> nightmare. I mean, it was hard. <laughs> math was hard for me anyway in general. Yeah. But, like, I would get to the right answer uh, for Lucas or Sarah, and they will be like, Dad, that's not the way that yeah. you need to do it. I go, but it's the, right an- it's the right anymore, answer, right? though. Yeah, yeah
4: no like, carrying numbers. What,
0: what are all these little circles? I am gonna be drawing frog eggs. <laughs> <laughs> what are all these little circles you're drawing? It's I'm in core them. I'm like well I can't help you with that sorry can't do it can't do it man
1: <laughs> uh who else do we got trip in vegas what's up trip hey trip hey good
3: afternoon guys great to talk to you all again oh, thanks. number one i remember getting milk delivered to my front porch by the milkman number milk- one
1: the milkman
3: is that <laughs> your real dad <laughs> 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 I mean, I, I, I know, but that was the 70s but here's the one you're going to like even better how about as a kid uh change the channel son go change the channel that doesn't happen before remote.
1: Yo, I tell my kids to hand me the remote and they think I'm asking something. <laughs> I'm like, you, you used to have to like go up to the TV and change it until dad was like, stop. That's the one. Man, I'm, I'm thinking back to all these things. Uh, let's go to Mike in Colorado. You're on. Kavino and Rich, hey, bud.
2: The show, and I'm going to play off something Trip just brought up. But you took that glass milk jug and you put it in the fridge for cold water. And nobody wanted to change the water because there was
0: uh, breadcrumbs floating at the bottom. <laughs> a good one. Thank you, Mike. Are there any other sport ones that you could think of?
3: There well, they'll
4: build for promotions, which we just talked about recently on our show. They'll never get to go to a bat day.
0: Oh, that's Again, a good one.
4: Yeah, my cousin, I rem- he lives in the Bay Area. And whenever the Oakland A's would have a Ricky Henderson bat day. He would tell his mom, I have to go to that game, and then he'd be showing his, his bat off to us.
1: Oh, man. I, I'm My mind's going in a million places. Let's go to Eli in Colorado. There's so many great things that, you know, if you grew up in the 80s or 90s, you I feel know like, what, I feel like I'm jaded, but I feel like we grew up in a very I, special I was talking time. to Rob
0: Parker about this. Hello? This is very special. Hold, hang tight before I forget, Some I'm a pea brain. Yep. <laughs> We all grew up watching our favorite teams on the local channels, and I was talking to Rob Parker about this recently. You know Rob's a big baseball fan and a baseball guru, and every local channel you watched your team on had their own little theme song, and Kids Today really... Won't know those theme songs.
1: They just won't. Like, I mean, even uh, even though I don't care for the Yankees, that was the dun, local yeah.
0: WPIX Channel 11 feed for the Yankees. But you know, they don't even air on those channels anymore, which stinks. So uh, they'll never know that
1: little local vibe. Uh, Eli, what's up, man? Colorado, Kevin, on Rich. How's it going? What's up, buddy?
4: Not much. Uh, my kids will never get to experience jacking up their credit until their mid-30s with uh, 10 CDs for a dollar from Publishers Clearinghouse.
0: <laughs> oh, Columbia House. Columbia, yeah, Columbia, Columbia House. House. Yeah, you still owe money, you man. Ever, you ever pay them? Publish Yeah, I still owe them, actually. <laughs> Spot, what was the Mandela effect with Publishers Clearinghouse and Ed McMahon? Oh, he was
1: never part of it, right?
0: Yeah, he was part of, uh, what was
5: that other one?
1: There was another one, but there Ed another McMahon. another one, yeah. Everyone thinks Ed McMahon held a big check. We all remember it, but it's a Mandela effect. There is no footage or anything. Ed McMahon never held a check. Two separate things, but we somehow all think he did. Let's make this clear. Columbia House
0: was uh, the CD company where you paid a penny for 12, yes. but then you had to buy them out. Publishers Clearinghouse, what he talked about, we associate with Ed McMahon, but he was not a part of that. It was American family publishers he was a part of. <laughs> That's what he was yeah. a part of.
1: So, we always, so we just
4: roll those two things together.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, we just confuse the two. You know what kids will never know? And, and again, no, nah, we don't want to the sound like Avon lady. We know, yeah, we'll never tell. We don't want to sound like old Skin guys. But it's so soft. <laughs> Do you remember the idea of like mom made dinner, and like when dad came home was sort of a mystery. Yeah, like you'd be pl- you'd be having a football catch with your brother on the front lawn, and you were just sort of biding time. Like mom kept dinner warm. Like dad's, I think your father's on his way home. Now dad was at the nudie bar because there was oh. no there was no cell phones or anything. So like dad left work, and when he got home, he got home. That was it. Um, Thank you. <laughs> like, guys. that was sort of it, right? It's like when you're, when, you know, that was, there was no. That was a good time to be
0: a dad. You could get away with a yeah, lot of stuff. It's like whenever day. you strolled in. That was it. You know, one
4: last sports one. All of the alcohol and cigarette advertisements inside stadiums when we were kids, especially the Marlboro and all the cigarettes. Dude, they were
0: just smoking everywhere, dude, even on airplanes. I was
4: just going to say that. Our
0: grandparents
4: smoked anywhere and everywhere. Anywhere. It's so true, It was like the whole country was Las Vegas. You know what a
0: kid might not ever know? (laughs) Yeah, again, unless you're in Vegas, but Rich- You remember going out to Hoboken, New Jersey, coming back, you would reek of smoke. Oh, I would get mad
1: because there was a time where New York, New York was so early to this. We're on the West Coast now, but back then, Cavino and I, I lived in New York, he lived in Jersey. New York was one of the first to pass the no smoking in bars and clubs, and people made a big stink. Now- no one cares at all, but back then it was like, "What do you mean though no smoking? If you went to a club the big in New York stink would be
0: your mean outfit you were
1: rocking dude, I remember if you'd go to a ball if you'd go to a club at the Jersey Shore or like Hoboken, New Jersey, they still allowed smoking, and you'd be like, "Oh man, I reek like you smell oh, like a ash dirty ashtray Cavino
0: and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends or show off the alma mater to your kids."
1: Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash
0: sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
3: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss.
1: And Elon Musk may go at it?
0: This is (laughs) a developing story. This is where it's gone. Elon issued a challenge to Mark Zuckerberg. And he says, I'm up for the cage match. If he is. And Zuckerberg responded, said, send me the location. Now, the backstory is basically the battle of the nerds here. But the backstory is, nerds, a few weeks ago... (laughs) We talked about it. Nerds! We talked about it here on the show. Mark Zuckerberg won some jujitsu tournament. He won two medals, took home two medals. He's been training, so he's got some legitimate skill. I give them credit for wanting to put themselves out there. I give Elon Musk a lot of credit because, to me, he's setting himself up for embarrassment because I really think the younger and trained guy, even though he looks like Howdy Doody, will win. That's Mark Zuckerberg. And it's gone so far that... Just recently, Rich, according to TMZ, Dana White talked to Mark and Elon last night, and both guys are absolutely dead serious about this. That's according to Imagine Dana White. Imagine
1: Zuck and Elon got in the octagon, Battle and they the and they said, pay-per-view, all the money goes to charity. I mean, they, they have billions of dollars already, but I'd watch it. But here's the question I posed to Fox Sports Radio Nation. If I gave you two choices and you had to pick one... okay. Choice A, you go on a retreat with Aaron Rodgers and you do ayahuasca. Could be a life-changing, could be a scary I mean, event. the psychedelic hallucination, that stuff I'm a little intrigued by. I just don't want to poop my pants and throw up because apparently that's a big part of the ayahuasca journey. So, option A. Yeah, but some people salivate at that opportunity. I do not. To poop their pants? No, to experience, and like explore. Like spot, you said you would be interested. Oh, I would totally be down. See, but so it, but my
4: one hang up is the
1: throwing up. Yeah, the throwing up effect. and you know, the, you, you you soil yourself and you throw up. Apparently that's what happens. So, option A, ayahuasca with Aaron Rodgers on a retreat. Option B, you get in the octagon with Mark Zuckerberg and the chances are he'll beat you. So you'll have to live with the fact that that nerd whooped your ass. Look, if you you could have the biggest (laughs) ego, you could think you're the toughest guy going, but if you're not trained, there's a decent chance that he's going to win. So what would you rather do? Go on an ayahuasca journey with, you have to live with that. With Aaron Rodgers, or would you rather get your ass whooped by Mark Zuckerberg? Do you think
4: it was legit training all the way through, though? Because we did talk about this when this came up. A couple months back on the show, like, did people? Some people just get out of Zuck's way a little bit because they know who I he know. is, like, or I, I maybe saw he some, paid him off a
0: little bit. I saw yeah, some like, hey, clips t- of him t- doing t- it. Take
1: a dive! I'll give you some stock. No, he's fighting ten-year-olds. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. oh, like like Kramer. <laughs> Kramer. No, but I have
0: heard other experienced jiu-jitsu people saying that he properly
1: trained and okay. he does have some like skill. They studied like his he team. really could fight. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what it is? Zuckerberg is a nerd and listen, he's a billionaire. We all wish uh yeah, I wish I could go in a time machine he and also uh, has become you. his fake friend he also has uh, youth on his side though, Rich. I wish I could go back to college and become his fake friend to be like, "Oh, yeah here's 10 grand. I would love to invest in the Facebook." So, the Zuck looks like a nerd, but yeah, billionaire, successful guy. I I look at it this way. I've seen him Parasail, Don't do you feel do like you can martial quick arts. Jab him though. Can't you? Like, can't punch him in the nose? Yeah, but and I. Fall out of day. I feel like I would be. I would be humiliated if you told me like, Rich, who beat your ass? Mark Zuckerberg. Is this in a jujitsu match or like a wrestling match or an actual like Octagon. mixed martial you arts? You can do whatever like, you want. Yeah, I think I can still take him. That's <laughs> There's a quick jab to the face. No, over, but that's no? The, that's the funny. I would, I would love it that imagine. <laughs> Imagine Kavina Lane on the canvas, courtesy of <laughs> ah! Mark Zuckerberg. Oh! Oh! Oh, I'd yeah. love to oh. watch that. And I Dude, you know, my hometown
0: friends, everybody, just think of the humiliation that would come along with that, right?
1: So what are you doing? You think you could psych him out and be like, MySpace was better. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, oh. <laughs> what do you think, man? Uh,
0: you know what? I, I would take my chances in the octagon, take my chances of the embarrassment of losing to... Mark Zuckerberg, then Uh exploring the unknown and going on some what could possibly be a bad trip. Well, with. Aaron Rodgers, the ayahuasca stuff, the darkness retreats. That's just too much I'm, for a guy like me. I, I'm going. I get I'm, real panicky about stuff like that.
1: I'm going with Aaron Rodgers. Ramos, Danny G, before we go to Dan Byer, wait, wait, are, you, are you going in the octagon with Zuck or are yeah. you doing
0: the ayahuasca trip? I'm with Covino.
2: I'm a little bit weird. I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen there? At least I know of Zuckerberg. I can trip him if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I Do something, right? Uh, bite. Yeah, bite uh, him. Yeah. No,
4: I'm with Covino as well. I, I would not want to take mushrooms. See? There's puking involved with Aaron Rodgers. That doesn't sound... And then you're like laying in the fetal position. Yeah, like It doesn't sound like a good time. And I know it's different, but have you
0: ever heard Mike Tyson talk about when he licked the toad and the psychedelic journey he went on? Like, this sounds like way too much. I I think I'm
1: good where I'm at.
0: You wouldn't lick a toad's butt?
1: No. It sounds scary I would. I feel like uh, maybe I am a little too adventurous. I would ayahuasca it up with uh, A-Rod and Aaron Rodgers, and I would absolutely... Lick a toad with Mike Tyson. Hey, you want to get high, man? I have a great throwback Thursday night. We'll see you guys tomorrow at Covino on Rich if you miss anything. Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Right. Any
0: college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels.
1: We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C R S H O W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com.
2: I'm Viosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio, season nine. Love, Love at first listen. listen.